This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 26, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. Legalizing marijuana is now considerably more popular than President Obama. And that revelation comes at a time when the Obama Justice Department and other executive agencies are threatening states and dispensaries and even patients engaged in legal activity. Rob Campia is executive director of the Marijuana Policy Project. We spoke last week. President Barack Obama comes into office. He hires Gil Kerlikowski to be uh, his director of ONDCP. Seems like uh, things are moving in a right direction. Says that he's not going to crack down on uh, medical marijuana in states where it has been designated to be legal. And for a while, it seemed like he had a policy win, uh, at least in terms of like the people who strongly supported him. Um, but what's happened since then? Yeah, well, for the first two and a half years of the Obama administration, he was uh, doing the popular thing and the right thing, which was to uh, have the federal government mostly bow out of the business of uh, interfering with medical marijuana. And then things just kind of unraveled a few months ago. Um, and, you know, um, with previous presidents, you know, it was it was always a competition for who could be the worst on the medical marijuana issue. And one president after another would just become worse. And uh, with Obama, we thought we finally had respite. But as it turns out, um, he's, his uh, law enforcement folks are actually more engaged and more aggressive than even, uh, you know, Bush number two. Um, and so specifically what that means is that uh, the federal prosecutors uh, who work for Obama are threatening, um, you know, landlords who are renting out their space to medical marijuana dispensaries. So the landlords are being threatened with property forfeiture. Um, they're obviously threatening the dispensary owners themselves and growers with uh, federal prosecution. And, um, and also now uh, threatening uh, those who place advertisements for medical marijuana dispensaries. Um, so almost any area where you can imagine the federal government getting involved in a bad way, the Obama administration has now fully engaged across numerous agencies. Which agency is the lead dog here? The lead is the Justice Department. And so they have, you know, the U.S. attorneys who are threatening and prosecuting. You have the DEA that is raiding. And then you have, uh, and also the DEA is blocking medical marijuana research, as just a side note. Uh, and then you have ATF that's also threatening uh, gun shops, saying that if if you're Owning, if you own a gun shop and you sell a gun to a medical marijuana patient, then uh, you, you yourself have committed a crime by selling the gun. So we have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, and the Fifth Amendment all here implicated. Correct, and throw in even the Tenth Amendment since his original respect for states' rights has been thrown out the window. A new Gallup poll has come out recently that said that uh, roughly half of Americans, the highest level ever, now support the legalization of marijuana, which is a wholly different uh, question than the issue of medical marijuana. Yeah, the Gallup question, which has been asked the same exact way since 1969, so it's by far the best barometer to look at changing attitudes uh, uh, towards marijuana in the U.S. Uh, the question asked, do you think the use of marijuana should be made legal or not? So it's use, and it's legal, not just medical. And so it's now 50% in favor, 46% opposed, which means um, making marijuana legal is by far more popular than Obama himself. And that's just recreational. If you actually ask a medical marijuana question, then we always get in the 70s or the 80s. Okay, how does that break down among you know, ages and various demographics? Uh, it's exactly what you'd expect, where uh, the younger the, the voter, the more supportive they are. So you could draw, 
you could draw it on a graph as a straight line down with the young people being the, the most supportive and the, the people who are senior citizens being opposed. Uh, you can, it's exactly what you'd expect in terms of geography where the people in the West are, are supportive, the people in New England are supportive, the Midwest is kind of mediocre, and the people in the South are uh, mostly opposed. You look at it in terms of um, political philosophy, Republicans are bad, independents are good, Democrats are good. So it's basically what you'd expect uh, all the way across the board. And by the way, what I just said about uh, you know age and geography and political philosophy applies not only to medical marijuana, but also to full legalization of marijuana. So independents, uh, they have made one of the largest uh, jumps in terms of their support for legalization. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. The, the independents are providing us with most of the fuel that's uh, that's you know, producing these higher numbers. If you were to lay that out in front of President Obama and say, look, here, here's demographically where this all breaks down in terms of support for legalization and confront him with his, his own policies, it's, especially since he's backtracked on a pledge he made after becoming president, um, it, it, it just doesn't seem to wash, especially when you talk about independence being uh, such a dramatically larger share of those being supportive than ever before. Right. Yeah, you know, politically, it doesn't make any sense uh, what's what's going on um, because, uh, you know, like I said, you know, our numbers are so high with regard to medical marijuana that you know, medical marijuana is is almost two times as popular as Obama is. So he should actually be clinging to to uh, the medical marijuana issue like a a drowning person clings to a to a raft. Um, but then again, I think the Obama political team is actually smart enough to know that most people don't vote on the marijuana issue. Like even our people who support the marijuana policy project are not single issue voters. And so, you know, uh, they might vote on, uh, you know, abortion or taxes or guns before they're going to vote on marijuana. So I think they, the, the problem that we have in our movement is that our support is a, a mile wide, but only an inch deep. Um, that said, I have to say that I don't actually think that Obama's uh, flip-flopping on this issue is is at all related to politics. Uh, I think it's that he's a bad manager and that he has a bunch of people working for him in the Justice Department and in the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services who are basically allowed to get away with doing almost whatever they want. You know, when the cat's away, the mice will play. And we have the folks whose job, like for their entire lives, the people in the DEA and federal prosecutors and, and ATF, their job was to just crack down on people. People are enforcement. People whose jobs are, are in law enforcement, that's what they do. They crack down on freedom. And so if they know they can get away with busting a medical marijuana grow operation in Mendocino County or a medical marijuana dispensary in Los Angeles or a gun shop in Montana, then they're going to go ahead. Go ahead and do it because there's no repercussions um, to do otherwise. How have states responded, particularly California? The, sta the government officials in the states are starting to speak out. So you had the, uh, the attorney general of California who just issued a letter saying the feds should back off. Um, when the gun issue arose, uh, you have the three members of Congress from Montana uh, who came out in unison saying that uh, the feds should not be discriminating against medical marijuana patients when it comes to gun ownership. Uh, which was which was new. We, you know, we had not been getting uh, much traction on the gun issue uh, until the ATF issued their letter, and now members of Congress who are supportive of gun rights are now starting to pay attention. That uh, you know, I mean, if you think about it, let me just go off on a tangent here, if I may. Three percent of the population of Montana are medical marijuana patients. 
So if the ATF starts going after the gun rights of medical marijuana patients, that means 3% of the entire population in Montana just lost their Second Amendment right overnight. That uh, does far greater harm to gun rights in the state of Montana than almost any other public policy you can imagine. Uh, so, you know, you see government officials speaking out uh, on this issue for a variety of different reasons now. Rob Campia is executive director of the Marijuana Policy Project. We spoke last week. You can read more about federalism and the war on drugs at Cato.org.